This is the Nona.fm Meet the Candidates podcast, an unbiased conversation with a candidate for a local political office. This is a free public service of Nona.fm. So joining us now, Maribel Gomez Cordero. Thank you for joining us. I should say, Commissioner Cordero, you are the incumbent in District 4 here in Orange County. And thank you for coming in and talking to us. And thank you. Thank you for the invitation. Absolutely. So so you've uh, been in office now, what, four years, approaching four years. And um, and obviously, you're running again. Why? What, what's, what's your agenda for the next phase? Oh, here? yes. My agenda will be full as this four years just passed. It has been very quick. And we can say not, not that we you know, worked the whole four years, you know, that we had that COVID coming in and everything was like, you know, uh, put on hold and so, so there was a lot of things that I didn't uh, complete um, during these four years, but I have a lot that I started, an initiative that I also started started with a small business, so I want to continue that and I want to continue all the projects that I have so we could, you know, finalize them and start new ones in this four coming years. Gotcha. So, so what can you name some of those things? Yes. For example, my my um, office we we develop an initiative to help the small business. You know that when mm-hmm. um, when I started, I mean, I am product of a small business as well, and my parents are from you know small business. But um, I wanted to help the small business, especially the ones in in Nona, which I um, we we start and we call it um, Nona PR. Nona PR, and because I wanted to concentrate in the Hispanic. Sure. Um, small business, right? But what happened is that it couldn't because other people will know what we were doing and they wanted to be part of it. But it's not only um, networking every month. It's more than that. I bring people, um, staff from the county and from the city to help them be um, filling the papers and be certified as vendors. So they can also be bidding for different projects that we have in the in the county and That's in the great. city. So uh, having, you know... It, that had happened all these years when it was um, COVID time that we couldn't meet. And so we were doing virtually. It's not the same because people like to be together, but that's what we do. And since day one that I started this initiative, helping the the small business yeah, and different um, businesses, not only like, you know, a, a um, restaurants or so any any business any and any new business that come in we try to you know put them to host the the non appear so that way other um you know business owners will learn from that business and so so that that have been helpful and oh, i yeah. want to continue doing that another thing that i did was when the money the care act money came that you know the business were well restaurants were closing and so because of of COVID, well i i I fight for the small business, the smaller business. Let's put it that way, the micro business that that you can do your and run your business from your home, from the table of your home. Mm-hmm. Those needed to to be part of these funds as well. So we we got um, it approved, and and they also receive money, you know, that from that from those funds. So that helps a lot. Some of these little little small business, and, and now we have more money coming. A, a, I think it's like 26, 28 
thousand, I mean, million dollars that are coming to help the small business as well. Yes. And I think that would be by the end of July, something in August. So just pay attention. I will send all those, you know, that information into um, the social media and every, everywhere I go, I will say when it's open. So if the portal is open, you go and fill in the application so that way you can get help again. Sounds good. So I'm sure a lot of folks know who you are and how long you've been here, but we have all sorts of new people that join, you know, our community all the time. So, so where are you from? How long have you lived here? And tell us a little bit about yourself. Thank you. So I am from Puerto Rico. I was born and raised in Puerto Rico. I have been living here and I relocated over here um, in Orlando 25 years ago. So I'm very familiar with all the um, Central Florida um, as, as I, you know, when I moved here to Central Florida, I was hired by DCF. I work with, um, one of the nonprofits mm-hmm. and, um, and I, that's when I learned how to deal with all these resources that we have in Osceola, in, um, in Orange, in Seminole and to help the families. So, uh, I was very active, continue being, being very active uh, in the community and I completed my master's degree. In, in, in mental health. So I worked like seven years in a, a mental health uh, clinic and here I am. Decided to run to continue helping the community and being there for them, being someone who will listen, which I am very good in a listener, and to continue, you know, being that bridge between the community and um, the government of Orange County. Very good. And and you mentioned earlier about businesses getting involved in working as vendors with the city. And I was going to mention, I've done that in the past, and I can appreciate how much help that is. Because I've, I once worked for a company that did work with GSA, and we actually had a team of people who had to fill that paperwork mm-hmm. out yes. and, and working with the U.S. government and local governments as well. And so that that is a huge help because that's tough for small businesses. Yes. I've been on the small side of that, and I've been mm-hmm. in busy, bigger businesses where we had a team to do it, and it's just daunting. It is wow, absolutely yes. daunting. So that that's a big help for the local businesses, and and that's something you can that's yes. that's 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 more than just lip service. That is yes. really helping those folks. Uh, reach their local community and, and grow their business and employ people, which is yes, important. which is important. Absolutely yes. important. Yes, yes. So we know that transportation, there's two big issues. I have a feeling in talking to people, the two big issues, number one, transportation. Mm-hmm. What do you see? I mean, every, there's only so much we can do to widen roads and as more people move here. But what are your thoughts on transportation? Well, you know that now the uh, mayor presented an initiative, which is the sales tax to be able to um, do the infrastructure and to work in that and to um, provide the community with a better um, transportation system, a public transportation system. But, you know, being in the east side of, of town, let's put it that way, we have no connectivity to the west side. And you know that we have a lot of people from Lake Nona, from Avalon, from, you know, Bithlow, and so that they work in the theme parks, in hospitality, which is in the west side. And guess what? There is no public transportation, you know, system, or at least a good one, an efficient one that you can say, okay, I'm going to take the bus here and get, you know, to my job in one hour. No, you spend two and a half hours, three hours before you can get to your destination. And that's a very um, important thing. But le- guess what? Here in, in, in Lake Nona, it's very, um, you know that we have the PIP, 
the you know the yeah, guards the that yeah yep. that they go around and um but we need more transportation more public transportation because we have hospitality here you know we have mm-hmm. you know um hotels already we have the restaurants yes um we have boxy park we have different other you know retails um, um business that we need that public transportation to to come here and to hit here and what happened is that we continue growing so what are we going to do? So I think that um, one of the initiative that uh, or one of the things that the mayor has in regards to that initiative with the sales tax is to, you know, try to bring that better system to the community so the people can, you know, reach to their destination in less hours and, you know, people can and take a little bit cars from the from the road and people to, you know, be able to use the, the public transportation. Absolutely. You're listening to the Nona.fm Meet the Candidates podcast. If you're a registered candidate in a local political race, we invite you to join the conversation. Please reach out to Gabby at Nona.fm at 407-553-NONA, extension 402. Now, back to our interview. Some people have expressed concern about the transparency of where the money will go if if it does pass the one percent sales tax increase. Yes, and that's a good one. That's 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 very that's very good that you you say because one of of um, the commissioners that being you know um, very into tra- um, transparency and so is um, District Three Commissioner, and. Um, we need to to stay on top of that. We we cannot just you know let it go. We have to m- make sure that whatever is the money is designed or destined for what they it has to go there and it has to be uh, transparent. The community has to know. The resident has to know what they doing with the money. And that's it's scary because it's a lot of money, it right? Is. Yes, it is. It is uh, more than six hundred million dollars yep. <laughs> a year. So that's a lot of money. So. You know, and, and we want to more than anything. And one of the things that I also said was that, you know, that every, um, Lynx bus stop in downtown. You have to go to downtown to get your connection or whatever. No, right. you have to do substation in different other areas. So you don't have to go to downtown. You know, the system has to be better. And years, sure. and years ago, they used to do that. They, they had in Castleberry, there was a little sub. And it was just a sign in a parking lot. I don't even know if there was a bench there, but mm-hmm. it was still an option where you could go north-south and then ca- transfer to an east-west. Mm-hmm. And I, I've yeah. been surprised that we don't mm-hmm. haven't further developed that mm-hmm. system because Orlando's big. It's big. It's, yes. It covers a lot of land. So. And, you, and you really need you know a car. You, you need a good transportation system. And I just want to say... You know, is is going to the referendum, right? Yes. In November, and if you want it, you vote for it. If you don't want it, well, you vote no. Right. I mean, that's why you have the right to vote as a resident. That's what we did. I mean, the commission just put it in the ballot, so everybody can have the you know the right to vote. If they don't want it, they say no. If they want it, well, they vote whatever they want. <laughs> I think the number two issue is. Housing, housing and the price of housing. Yes, that's correct. We have the Hometown Heroes program that just came in, and I know folks are already buying those homes. Um, I know some some realtors that are selling them, but what else can we do? Well, you know that right now uh, we have a very um, heavy um, housing, you know, crisis here yeah. in Orange County. I think it's ni- nationwide, but it, it is. But it yes. really is focused but was, here, Miami. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And the rent have been increasing very heavy. And, you know, we have a lot of homeless, I have a lot of people um, living in their cars. And so, which is sad, 
you yeah. know, and, and, and people have lost their jobs, so they lost their, you know, the, the apartment. And so, but anyway, uh, we need to, we need to come up with something. Uh, the county needs to come up with something. You know, not, right now we're going to have um, two workshops coming in regards to um, rent control, and then we're going to be voting for it um, sometime in August. Yes. So that way it could come into a referendum as well Yes. in November. And then if you vote yes, then it will start in, Janu- in January, the rent control, and it's only for a year. So people need to know it's a year only. If we want... Or the community want to have an extension, we have to go to another referendum. Okay. So right now, just for you to know, the referendum is not going to cost that much because this year is election year. Mm-hmm. It's 2022 election <coughs> year, but 2023 is not election year. Right. So that will, will cost a lot of money to bring it back. But beside that, you know, if, if the people want it, yes, or whatever, but as a, as a commissioner, as a leader in this community, I think we have a crisis now. Right. We have a based on the report, we are not in an emergency, but we are in a crisis. So we need to avoid getting into the emergency. So if that's the case, I want to see some results or some alternative now. I want to see how can we help them now How to make it work? Because what happened is if we wait, then it's seven months that pass. Then if referendum pass, yes. If it doesn't pass, what are we still going to do? Because we have to do something. Right. So, yes. So um, we. In, in the commission, we are trying to see what alternative we can bring to 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 bring some solutions or alternative now to help because we have the people you know sleeping in the car with with the kids and so on and that's very sad. There are some folks that are concerned that if we put rent controls into place, it could limit development. That some larger you know maybe somebody that's going to build an apartment complex may reconsider. What what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, and that that's true. I mean, it, it could be it could be, it could go both ways. It could go anywhere, you know, and anyway. And and I think that um, what we need. Well, one of my alternatives that I think that we should ask county. We have a lot of hotels around in in you know OVT and in 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 different other areas that are not they are not using it. Right. So why we should invest some money and and maybe you know remodel them. And because single mom, single dad, and so can live in those, you know, in those rooms, in those apartments, but we can, I mean, remodel them. That's one of the alternatives that I think we could do, like, now and sooner. Um, another thing that I was thinking is um, bringing some incentives to the to the landlords, if, you know, the supplies, and so that they have been, you know, um, uh, worried and concerned because they're so high, you know, there's not much, or... So, and um, the prices and so the cost. So, you know, try to work with them because what happened is, and what I think is, okay, we say, okay, rent control, uh, the, fer- the referendum may pass. So now we start in rent control in January. And then after December, what? Are they going to increase the rent? They going to, yeah. what are they going to do, you know? So we have to think, I think there's always two parts. The landlord and the and the renters, right? right? So we need to to look both sides and be fair. I mean, me as a leader, I like to be fair. I like to look to both sides and see what can we do. And I think that the renters um, need something for now, not you know to wait for later. Absolutely. Well, I, I appreciate you coming in. I I want to give you a moment to to tell folks how they can learn more about you and and you know, one final message. 
Yes, thank you. So, well, you can um, look for me in social media, Maribel Cordero, and or you can call my office if you need anything as a commissioner. You know, I'm, I'm always available. You know, my doors are open. You can come and visit. You want a meeting, you let me know. You can, you know, email district4 um, at ocfl.net, or you can also call my office, 407-836-5881. That's the office number. Oh, I mean, I mean, anything you need, I'm there. I'm always very accessible, and I really like to listen what's going on around. And, you know, if you invite me to your home, I will go as well. So, <laughs> yes, uh, I am there. I mean, it, very into the community now that we are going through this crisis, now that we have a lot of families that are going through a lot of needs. You know, follow me. I always doing food drive. I'm doing back to schools uh, uh, events, so you can um, benefit from that as well. So. Yeah, I'm there for you. <laughs> Great. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you very much Thank for coming in and look forward to talking to you more. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Nona.fm Meet the Candidates podcast. This is a free service of Nona.fm. If you are a registered candidate in a local political race, we invite you to join the conversation. Please reach out to Gabby at Nona.fm at 407-553-NONA, extension 402. This podcast has been produced by Gabriela Perez-Ortiz.